The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. today a uh, really long hot grueling race at atlanta uh, but before we get to the racing let's talk about the very start of the day uh steve phelps the president of nascar uh he asked every driver to stop on the racetrack and he addressed them and the fans and what he said was listen as a sport and a country we can do better and he asked the drivers and the fans to all join nascar and finding a way to do better a uh, very powerful statement followed up by a moment of silence uh, something we don't see in this sport very often, guys, where they stop the race before it ever even starts to talk about something very important going on in the country. Yeah, Jeff, I think the word you used, powerful. That's what it meant to me. It was a moment in time that I thought was very special, very needed. I was proud to be part of NASCAR when this happened. As, as great as sports are and as great as that race was, uh, there are things going on in the country that needed to be addressed. I thought Steve Phelps showed leadership by doing that. And uh, I'd like to applaud him and all the NASCAR drivers that took part. There was a big social campaign. They put a video together. Um, I thought it was very well done. And we could all listen to that campaign and listen more. It was, uh, it was a touching moment to start the race. Yeah, Steve, I definitely think so. And, and with NASCAR really on the forefront of, of all sports right now, being on TV, to be able to put the message out there that, yes, I mean, we're racing cars and, and we know it as racers. We believe in that moment that's the most important thing in the world is to go out there and perform at your best and it's make or break. But as you said right there, we're living in times right now with challenges that we all have to come together. And I thought what NASCAR did right there to be able to just to take a minute, a minute, say, okay, this is what we really need to focus on, put the message out there. And then really from there, go out there and, and put on a great TV show for, for everybody watching. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. All right, guys, so now let's get back to the racing. Uh, imagine that, Kevin Harvick running well at Atlanta. Well, you know, Jeff, I think that's the easy pick. Everybody said Kevin Harvick's the guy, Kevin Harvick's the guy. But there was a little portion midweek where I was like, yes, but, right? I know it's Atlanta, but it's Atlanta. <laughs> June has got high downforce, low, you know, high downforce, low horsepower. Maybe it's going to be different. And then about lap 300, I'm like, why'd you think so hard? It's Kevin Harvick. It's Atlanta. He rolled the bottom. Uh, it was amazing. AJ, congratulations, first of all. Big winner on Saturday. we got to talk about that. But you were just off the racetrack. After winning, did you start the day thinking, oh, Kevin Harvick's the man again? Well, when we spoke earlier this week, I did pick Kevin Harvick. But if I have to be 100% truthful, 
about halfway through that race, I was like, okay, it's not going to be Kevin Harvick. It's going to be a JGR car. It's going to be probably Martin Truex Jr. Uh, but it just shows the strength of that four team. Rodney Childers and, and especially Kevin Harvick at Atlanta. Uh, I look at Atlanta almost like when he was in his heyday at Phoenix dominating. Like he knows what he wants in the race car. And it really seemed like once the track cooled down just enough that he could hook the bottom like he loves to do on both ends of the racetrack, that's really where they found a lot of speed. And once they did that, he was able to take care of his right side, right rear tire especially, which we saw a lot of drivers struggling with. And he could just set his pace. And from there on, uh, really the question was, was there going to be a yell at the end of the race to kind of throw a, a wrench in the plans? But it wasn't, and, and he pretty much held a, a two-and-a-half to three-second lead for the last 45, 50 laps, and uh, he did Kevin Harvick things at Atlanta. Yeah, I think one of the things that Kevin Harvick is underrated in is his race management skills, right? He, he, there was a time early in his career he would get flustered, but at this point, I listened to him on the scanner all day today, uh, really just facts. Hey, this is what I need, and very little talking, just goes to work. And he, the way he manages races – uh, when things aren't going well are extremely impressive. You mentioned right where you mentioned tires. Uh, I got to talk about his, his teammate, Clint Boyer. Uh, he had a lot of speed, but, but Steve, they were destroying right rear tires. How does that happen? Where only one team on the racetrack was having that many issues with right rear tires. Well, you know, really when you see something like that, that a team can't get out of, what I mean is they didn't hurt a tire early and then adapt. It tells me it's something built into their setup. It's either oversprung, meaning it's too stiff on the right rear, or they don't like the shock adjuster they have on it, or there's something fundamental about the setup that wears that right rear tire, or more importantly, doesn't wear, but heats up that right rear tire. Maybe it's a percentage of crossweight or something that was dynamically, they couldn't get out of it. Because Listen, that team's smart, and Clint Boyer's smart. If there was an adjustment to get out of it, they could have done it. In the end, it cost them a good run. Um, I was a little shocked, though, Jeff, at their pit call on that final run. Because they knew they had right rear tires, I thought they would have ran the first right rear tire of that long run until it blistered, get as much out of it. But they didn't. They actually, I think, came a little early that time. So, you know, they asked that last right rear tire to go far. Would it have mattered? I don't know. It doesn't matter, right? You can't be out there behind, and they were behind. They were running. Uh, trying to put a band-aid on the right rear tire. But that's the short answer. The short answer is when they're on their way home on the plane today, they're going to talk about what setup item they don't like, and they're going to take out if they go back to another high rear reset. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. AJ, what, what stood out to you today? What, what race team that, you know, obviously talked about Harvard, talked about Boyer, what race team stood out to you and impressed you? Well, it's – I don't know if they really stood out, but it, it's just really – you know, Chase Elliott and, and Jimmy Johnson, 
solid runs. They've been so quick over the last few weeks. But between those two race teams, I was a little shocked that the 88 didn't run better because I felt like the way they ran at California, at Fontana there, where they dominated that race, Atlanta and, and uh, California being kind of the same technique, the way you drive the car sliding around, I thought Alex Bowman would be a little bit better. But the way Chase Elliott and Jimmy Johnson just kind of managed the race, didn't have the fastest cars, but that's what great race teams do. And I feel like out of the, the Hendrick organization, those two teams, even though Alex Bowman has a victory as well, Jimmy Johnson and, and Chase Elliott, they're managing their race teams. They're managing the races the right way. And that's what you have to do to really get into the playoffs. And from there, have a playoff run. So, so I, Joe Gibbs racing, I thought today, had a really good day. Uh, it seems like uh, Martin Truex Jr., he's knocking on that door. He keeps running in the front. Uh, I think he's going to find himself in victory lane in multiple times this year. Uh, they seem like, I don't know, I just feel like, Steve, they've got a little more speed uh, than the other JGR teams right now. Not a ton, but a little bit more. Uh, but, but also, I think a huge factor in these races, and I thought we saw it with Clint Boyer's team, and I think we're seeing it with the rookies. I'm really interested to get your, your point on this, Steve, is the lack of practice. I really think that makes it very, very difficult for these young drivers. And I think that in Clint Boyer's situation, that's something they could have figured out in practice. Not that they would have damaged the tire, but they would have seen excessive heat on that right rear and maybe had an opportunity to fix something before the race started. You know, I'm a big fan of lack of practice. Darlington, Charlotte, Bristol, it kind of swapped up the running order. Atlanta was what I call the power conference teams. Here's your top ten. Three Gibbs cars, three Penske cars, two HMS cars, a Stuart Haas car, and a Chip Ganassi racing car. There you have it. That's a top ten for the last five or six years. Everywhere you run, maybe a little bit of down for HMS, but you get what I mean. The power team showed up at Atlanta. So the lack of practice, I think, perhaps might have hurt some of the smaller teams, as much as it helped them, we've seen some great runs at like John Hunter Nemechek. Some other guys have had great runs over the last two or three weeks. When we came to Atlanta, when we came to what I call blocking and tackling X's and O's, which is a high grip rate, you know, a low grip racetrack where you have to have high grip in your race car. You have to take care of tires. You have to understand shock absorbers. You have to work on aerodynamics. You know, all of the buckets kind of get filled up. The power teams excelled. So that's what I see more than anything. I think you couldn't have said it the best. Christopher Bell, Cole Custer, what a year to be a rookie. Oh, hey, yeah. by the way, you know, you guys are doing great. No, we don't get any practice. Don't just keep going. And now we're going to go to Martinsville. Yeah, yeah, Xfinity doesn't run there. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Go out. These should be fine. They should, don't, don't worry. I mean, these guys are in an absolute uphill battle. I think they're doing a good job. And you know what, AJ? I think they're doing it with grace. Every time I hear Christopher Bell, Cole Custer, Tyler Reddick, there's no complaint. You know, these drivers could easily point out what they aren't able to do. Instead, what I like about these guys, and that's why they were good in the extending level, they just tell you what they can do better. They don't make excuses. Truly. And for the most part, I mean, they've had a couple of ups and downs when it comes to wrecks, but those rookies are out there running laps and finishing races. And Tyler Reddick, he's been great all year. He had a little hiccup at Bristol, not of his own doing. He was running okay and got caught up in that wreck. But you said it the best there. No practice at some of these racetracks. I mean, I can't imagine having to do that as a rookie in the Cup Series. And it's not going to get any easier. Going to Martinsville, going to a place like Homestead. So the rookies, I mean, it's a solid class. And they're, I think as the year goes on, whether we get practice or not at some of these race events, they're only going to keep getting better. 
Yeah, and I think that goes across the board for all the series. I think the rookies are, you know, it's an uphill battle. But, hey, you know, it, 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 Steve, to your point, it might be the toughest year to be a rookie. But in some kind of weird way, are you actually going to learn the most because it's so difficult? The only time will tell. But if we talk about how difficult this stuff is. It's not going to get any easier. We go to Martinsville. It's going to be hot. June, never done that before. And then we're going to leave there and go to Homestead in just a few days. And it's going to be hot down there, too. So, the conditioning, we saw it today. A lot of drivers had issues, and they're not going to have a lot of recovery time. Uh, conditioning is going to matter because these upcoming races are physically demanding. It's going to be really interesting to see who as a team can step up, who as a driver can step up, and who can be physically prepared to do all this. Thank you guys for joining us for another NASCAR America Homers. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.